bigger accomplishment was I got, a, I'm going through Starbucks. My son's ordering sugar drinks. I was pissed off. I go, Tom, no more sugar drinks, you know? And on the phone, I get this call. It says, David Foster. Ah, nice. Right? And he says, Matt, David Foster, I want you to come out. And I heard your Sinatra. Amazing. I want you to come out and sing with me. I said, it's my wife. That's my <laughs> wife. <laughs> Christina. Tom's like, Dad, what can I get? I go, get the fuck whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, but I also get that, uh, Matt, you know, I've known you for a while, and I, you do such a great job as Frank. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's a few guys out there doing it, but nobody does it like like you do it. That's why you... Well, you know, there's a, there's a secret to that. It's like... Is it I, two martinis before the show? That's <laughs> part of it. I like the old fashioned. But, <laughs> a little sweet tooth. But um, I think the thing with it is not to try to imitate him. I sound like him, which is a big plus. Right. Just that natural kind of uh, voice. And my grandmother was raised two miles from where Frank was raised. So I heard that accent and my whole life it's part of your lineage but but it's not it's not being the schmaltzy doing a lounge act it's telling your story through the songs and using him as kind of a kind of a north star to be able to talk about how the music influenced me influenced my my life you know more than just like getting up there having the cigarette the hat the tie and and being him i don't want to do that i want to use it's me but I'm just using the music to tell my story with him as kind of that center kind of thread that ties everything together. You know, it's, it's, as you know, um, I've been in the music business for a long time and, and, um, you know, all these acts that are, are coming in now, they're doing, you know, past acts, right. And, uh, some of them are okay. And some of them are, are absolutely fabulous, but it's becoming more and more of a thing. Right. Because the music of today just isn't exactly aligning. Yeah. You know? Well, it's not, I look at it like it's not really conducive to to connecting with people on a deeper level. I mean, it gets you at that primal, yeah, this is kind of cool. Or, But it, that, the lyrics don't, I mean, unless you can understand, I mean, we've always had this issue with lyrics and stuff, but mm-hmm. there seems to have been a, a, a big cut off in the last five years with with music that really connects with people uh, on a like in a soulful level if that yeah I, it, I, it doesn't really resonate i went and saw the last waltz uh show up in seattle in november and i felt like that was a really good example that that i just saw where they bring a ton of local musicians together to recreate that iconic concert film by Scorsese, right? Right. And then you kind of, it, I don't know, it was one for me where I was like, wow, like, I can't believe I hadn't heard of this before because not only are they like really trying, like sh- showing true musicianship and like kind of the art of storytelling with it, but they're also bringing together this huge community of folks yeah. that do that in their day-to-day too. And yeah, I, I think to your point, there, there isn't that connection through a lot of current music as What's well. What's really strange to me, it's like the 1944 song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. <laughs> and, you know, 
they take that off because they say it's racist, but then they do all these things that talking about body parts and all this crap. I mean, it's like... <laughs> yeah, did you see that guy on <laughs> Facebook that, that compared, was, read the lyrics? His bit yeah, was so was, good. Was that amazing? <laughs> yeah. So I want to wrap up my show by comparing and contrasting the lyrics of these two songs. <laughs> if indeed this country has lost its fucking mind, shall we? <laughs> I really can't stay, baby, it's cold outside. I gotta go away, baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been so very nice. <laughs> yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Beat it up, N-word, extra large, extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face, swipe your nose like a credit card. <laughs> You really can't stay. It's a, the <laughs> evening has been so very nice. And it's like, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's a great song. Wow, yeah. that's a tough one. They call it the rape. Look, they just pick and choose whatever they want to rip on. Whatever they want, whatever they want to deem as evil, it's art. You know, I, I, that's, yeah. I, I fully support WAP. Yep. You know, I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's like, you can't have that and not have this, you know, right. put it all out there, let them all have it. You can't censor one because you're gonna have to censor them all. Yeah. And I don't want, I don't want censored music. No, no. Let not me at make all. the choice. Yeah. No, if it's talking about killing somebody or if it's talking about like, you know, how to, you know, then, then I have an, an issue with it. But you, you, know? can, but you can always censor it with the off button too. Yeah, And absolutely. I think that's an important thing to remember. Yeah, listen, look at Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe, Telltale Heart. You know, it's right. about killing a guy because you don't like his eye. You know, my daughter was just reading that the other day. They haven't censored that. No, you know, you censor it all. But it's art. It's 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 creative. It, it makes no sense. And maybe that's what it's supposed to do is make no sense. That's certainly what's done here. Yeah, so. it makes this <laughs> podcast makes no sense. Okay. <laughs> so Matt, are you going to? Uh, you know, what's the future for you? I know you're going to do Tijuana Dogs, you're going to do that, but are you going to, you know, you write music. I would think that you would start, um, you're probably already doing this, but selling it to other artists. I Well, so the the nice part about the America's Got Talent thing, I got a few rounds. Is okay, I, well, I wait got a minute, let's back that up. Tell the audience about that because Matt was on America's Got Talent and he was fabulous, so start from the so beginning that. yeah that was that was in april of 2021 they called me in about three months earlier and they said hey we saw your dedication to your wife uh i did an on, online thing kind of the tail end of covid you know and the anniversary of christina's dying and so uh some of the scouting agents had seen that and they said would you be interested in coming on the show and i said nah not really i don't want to do that and then my agent or my manager, John, said to EI, they said, hey, you got to do it. It's a great way to, to get out there. continue to keep working. So when I did it, and it was a good experience. I got, a, I got two rounds. I got, I got into that, I call it, they called it the uh, bonus round or something like that. And they wanted me to do Killing Me Softly, or not Killing Me Softly, uh, The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face by Roberta Flack. The first one I did was Against All Odds by Phil Collins, got like, you know, 10 million views or something like that. Got a lot of attention, got on the news and, you know, it was, and it was newsworthy. Well, it was very heartwarming. It was about Christina. And, yeah, yeah, but I, I didn't, I didn't choose the music. They chose it, you ah. know, to be honest with you. I just, they said, how about these songs? And I, I said, yes, yes, no, no, you know, whatever. And then they chose it and they said, let us, but the second round I was like, 
I don't really want to be in a competition. I had to bring my kids up there every time. They'd be sitting in this big room waiting. For hours. For hours. You know how music TV is. And it's just like they were bored. I said, let's just, I want to do what I do. And I want to do the first dance at my wedding. And I want to do the last dance that we ever had. We did The Way You Look Tonight by Sinatra. But I wanted to do it kind of a scaled down, more of a, an emotional version of it. So they said, well, we don't, we don't think it's going to really fly, Matt. The kids don't like Sinatra. This is more of a younger show. I said, I don't care. <laughs> I'm doing it my they way. Go, well, I said, yeah. Roberta Flack, you know, the first time. The first time. And they wanted me to sing it like Ed Sheeran. I go, yeah. no, I'm not going to do that. I just said, I'm going to do what I do. I don't, I don't really care to win. I don't care. <laughs> right. I got this not my goal to win America's Got Tell me the last person that won America's Got Talent. Couldn't tell Does you. Does anybody know? <laughs> tell me one person that won America's Got Talent. No. Don't Couldn't tell you. I, I mean, I remember the first season of American Idol, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly yeah. Clarkson, of course. But I don't remember anybody else. And so, but then I'm old. So it's like, <laughs> I wasn't, I wanted to do what I wanted to do. And they were cool. They're like, well, do your thing. So I did. And I lost. <laughs> <laughs> but See, yeah, but you, you actually won because I've been through those things. And I mean, you get, you're sitting there for 10, 15 hours doing nothing until you get two seconds to get up there and do what you're told to do. And you yeah. achieved your goal. Well, the bigger goal, <laughs> the bigger accomplishment was I got, a, I'm going through Starbucks and I, uh, my son's ordering sugar drinks. I was pissed off. I go, Tom, no more sugar drinks, you know? Da, da, da. And on the phone, I get this call. It says, David Foster. Ah, nice. Right? And he says, Matt, David Foster, I want you to come out. I heard your Sinatra. Amazing. I want you to come out and sing with me. I said, it's my wife. That's my yeah. wife. Thank you, Christina. And Tom's like, Dad, what can I get? I go, get the fuck whatever you want, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. And I was just like, okay. And that turned into an amazing, amazing, you know, opportunity. And, and just David is, I mean, he's like the today's kind of Sinatra. He's so talented and just he an is. amazing guy. So I've been singing with him for a better part of a year now, off and on, and then a lot of gigs that kind of come from that gig. It's just been awesome. So met a lot of amazing singers and did, did uh, the Wynn Hotel in Vegas with him. We went back east. I met like Oprah's husband and Rob Lowe and then Ben Carlson, Ben, uh, Car what's his name? Ben Carson and hmm. Judge Clarence Thomas. And it's like, you know, and then I've been- Some cool not, people. I did uh, Trump's daughter's wedding last month. Oh, wow. In November, we did Mar-a-Lago. I'm going back to do Mar-a-Lago for New Year's this year. So, you know, it turned into That's a... That's probably a fairly good paying gig. Well, everybody goes, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I say, look, my party is green. They pay. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. I mean, if Obama wants the me to green come sing, party. Obama ain't right. called me lately. <laughs> so. yeah, you know, Matt, I never got this. They bag on somebody, like, if they do Trump's thing. I mean, it's like... Shut the fuck up. Uh, he was I'm cool. getting paid. He was, he was gracious, came out and goes, fantastic. You know, I just go, hey, thanks, man. <laughs> so it's like, it's a gig. It's a gig. I mean, I've played, right. for, I played for liberal Supreme Court justices. I've played for like, I did a gay wedding. I was the star at a gay wedding. I came out, I got dressed up. I did a- You well, came you out can at do the gay that wedding? Well. I did a I've benefit for AIDS and I sold the t-shirt off my back and I, it was, you know, it's, you, look, we're entertainers. As right. Elvis would say, I just as soon not get into politics, I'm an entertainer. Yeah. But if somebody wants to pay me to come play, 
I'll see now that show I can. Matt, that's beautiful because that's exactly the way it should be. As entertainers, I don't care. I got about nothing you. to say. Yeah, exactly. It's not our business. Let's just let's just do our thing and get out there. And apparently, you're doing it very well. Uh, what's paying the bills? <laughs> what's uh, what's next year look like for you? Well, we're the the dogs are in a little bit of state of limbo. Like I said, we're replacing a singer, which is gonna be he's a great singer, you know. But we'll find we found a couple really really good ones as well. So we're moving on with there. The 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 Tijuana dogs is like, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. Well, that's we, your bread and butter. We right? work and work and work and travel and, you know, it's just a great band. The guys in the band. We have the drummer from uh, Everclear, and he was with Buckeye Cherry, and he was with. Um, one other, oh, Smash Mouth, Smash Sean Mouth, Winchester, yeah. just an amazing drummer. And Daniel, our bass player, is with, he was with Clay Aiken, he was with Jessica Simpson, he was with Coolio. Coolio just passed. Oh, wow. He was, yeah. He was Coolio's bass player for long years. And then Dave, the, Dave, my guitar player, was a studio guitar teacher at Orange Coast College. So I got some great musicians in the band. They support, they're just great guys. I love playing with them. And uh, we're just going to keep going, get my daughter out there a little bit. But we rock. We, you know, every place we play, <laughs> sold out every concert like they have these summer concert series mm -hmm. and the biggest ones they've ever had in the last year have been team one dogs so we're just thankful to our fans and and just people love people that endure and longevity and yeah but matt people it. love matt mauser okay uh, <laughs> and and you're very dynamic when you're up there and you get in it with people and and listen i've seen you many many times and and uh, i was at a park one day a few years ago and i'm riding my bike through the park and you guys are playing in the park and i ride in the back and you had the presence of mind to turn around and say hey hammer you know right there while you're on stage you're that guy you pay attention to your audience yeah that's that's the key you know you're not there like i i've always had this philosophy as an entertainer you know you're not there to do your thing you're there to facilitate other people doing their thing amen that's and, exactly right and so when you give people an experience that they don't forget they come back absolutely hey matt you know what we wish you nothing but the best we're happy as hell that you came on today and guys listen if you have anything to say to Matt, put a comment down there. We love this guy. We'll show you where they're going to play next year, and we'll keep it going. Uh, we'll catch you next time on Happening Now.